0: Jack welcome to We Have Ways to Make You Talk with me, Al Murray and James Holland, broadcasting to, to you from a secret location, I'll, I'm prepared to say in the south of England, but any more than that, no, we can't go any further, can
1: we Jim? No, 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 it's a very, very secret um, enterprise. Here. A slightly
0: disappointing first day of spring, though. That we can, <laughs> we can disclose the date, uh, yeah. cryptically.
1: Yeah, it's 10 10 cloud, it's uh, it's gray, there's a bitter wind, um, and it's absolutely miserable after well, the spring, spring like weekend we've just had.
0: But we're not going to be miserable, are we? No, because, not at all, we're very happy. We're very excited to be, uh, well, many of you will have heard the uh, po- podcast we did with Keith Brigstock from the Garrison, um, uh, artillery volunteer. Living history. We We try not to put a label on it because well, exactly. That's that's, that's
2: why we changed our name to Garrison Artillery Volunteers because living history is something we do, but not what we are. That's
0: that's why I was struggling to sum you up there, Keith, because you you, you aren't reenactors. You're a living, breathing drills kit. No,
2: we probably think we're the closest to a TA in old money. Right. unit you could be without being in the ta right fantastic and that's why if you look back at the history and look at what the volunteers were the volunteers were basically private organizations yep. um, funded normally by the lord of the manor in some area you know given cast off equipment by the army that didn't yep. need them war. they often had their own uniforms and this was all in the in the victorian period and they were like private clubs and they were called volunteers because that's what they were they didn't get paid but yep. their uniforms were supplied and yeah. um and that's
0: that's what you're like in a that's, way it
2: is, well in and so here we are it, here
0: right. we are in your clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh jim what's that behind you
1: well it's a, it's a, a
0: beautiful dark green object uh,
1: yeah yeah it's big it's got tracks it looks a little bit like the sherman from the bottom half or more like a ram really <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Ram on top, I <laughs> it's got the space required for a twenty-five pounder. It is, of course, a sexton. Yeah, and, and that you know that makes us very, very happy and excited. Doesn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. So, so Keith, t- tell us about this extraordinary.
1: Well, yeah, Kit. it was um, it was originally uh, when
0: I say originally, it came
2: it came from um, uh, Canada because yep. of course all uh, uh, sextons were Canadian built uh, in nineteen forty four. We lost track of it from when it arrived um, until um, it went out to Portugal as a gift. We don't know more about that. We're still trying to
1: research that. We've always um, had a very warm relationship with the Portuguese, uh, there are,
0: They're our oldest allies. They're our they oldest allies, yeah. I mean, what, what? The expectation they might have to use it on the Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't possibly comment. Um, so. Um, Relive
1: the scene of, of Badajoz. <laughs>
2: Indeed. yeah stop the... no I won't go there um, so um, anyway so um, and then it came back and it then in the uh, in the late 70s um, it turned up at the school of artillery
1: right um, nobody totally knows how so it. no one knows why it went to Portugal no one knows why it came back
2: not yet we're still working on it but a lot of them went to quit the Portuguese army yeah but this one didn't seem to go that way it was it it because they all went on, on masse. This one went individually and came back individually. And when all of the ones that came back on masse, they all had barrels chopped and all the rest of it, this one came back as a fully working gun, as a gift to the School of Artillery from the Portuguese artillery. So we, that's all we know at the moment. So it was then... And actually, then the army took it to a few shows and stuff around the local area at Hill and, and, and boarded out. And I've got some actual photographs of it in service so to speak, with the Royal Artillery uh, in the early 80s. Uh, and then they blew the engine up. Uh, and then it got <laughs> parked in the back, because nobody knew how to fix it, yeah. an aerial engine. Um, and um, it was sort of parked up in the back of the, of the hangars, uh, that's all we know. And then from there, um, it was offered to the, mil- uh, the, um, the Aldershot Military Museum. So then it, it got sent to the Aldershot Military Mu- uh, Museum, uh, obviously towed and it got pushed up onto a, a, a ramp. They repainted it, cleaned it all up a bit, give it the number that's on there at the moment, which is not the correct number. Yes, I was
0: going to ask about the number, but you've preempted preempted me there.
2: Yeah, so that's not the correct number. They got the picture from a book and painted the number that was in the picture on oh, the right.
0: there. Oh, right, OK, so that's not like um, their quartermaster's phone number
1: or something. <laughs>
2: no, no, Lily, Lily Marlaine's <laughs> mobile. Take yeah. away
0: in Aldershot.
1: Aldershot, yeah. Um, <laughs> 234
2: 007. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so we, um, so, and it was left there for quite some time, but it actually belongs to the Royal Artillery Historical uh, Trust, yep. who are a uh, body, a uh, charitable body within the Royal Artillery that holds all their uh, artefacts, uh, right. uh, such. And then, uh, and then that's then given to a company called RAM, Royal Artillery Museums. Who actually then look after it and are going to build us a nice new museum to display stuff into? They have a sextant that's all immaculate in storage uh, now, but this one, because it was left outside and it was all starting to deteriorate. Why
1: why have they got an immaculate sextant in storage? Why isn't it an immaculate sextant on display? Well, it will be, well, they, haven't when they got have a museum, a museum yet. to put it in. They haven't uh, got a museum to put it in.
2: They had one okay. when it was in uh, So they're
1: waiting for the new one to, to be built. And they're right.
2: just sorting that out, and it, it's all looking very promising. Um, but uh, we're just waiting for uh, that to happen. But what they were... And they were keen to have one that they could have displays outside, running around, actually yeah. working. Um, we wanted one to take to events and display. And I've probably talked about the story of... Uh, 86th Field Regiment um, when we did the last podcast about how um, a regiment uh, of 86th Field Regiment, armed with Sexton going up club route on Market Garden a subject yeah. you know well yeah. um, and how uh, the CO took command of 124th Regiment which is the battery of 25 pounders who we portray as well as a battery of 4.5 uh, inch howitzers and a battery of 3.7s yeah. and used them as a uh, uh, as a, a collective artillery group yeah. to um, stomp
0: the um, to the defend Germans. the perimeter. And k- yeah, I mean, it's to, mean, to
2: kick the Germans back out after yeah. they broke the line. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's a fascinating story. But also, um, we were very lucky um, that uh, a retired uh, officer who had died, a guy called Burgess, yeah. had been a sergeant um, uh, in eighty-sixth Field Regiment just prior to Market Garden. Uh, and won the MC for an action using his section as a tank, effectively to go forward with it, because it's two brain guns, one on either side normally, yeah. and the 25 to take out a load of um, hard positions that were that were holding the attack up. And wow. he, they so they, he went forward, used his section as a tank and literally blew all these things apart. Um, and he Yeah, yeah. was quite... Quite ballsy because it's not; it isn't a tank, and it won't no. take a defensive hit like no. one. No,
0: and and after all, the fighting compartment's open. I mean, that's the. I mean, if people aren't familiar with the vehicle, you know, you don't you don't batten down the hatches in this thing. It's no, that's, it's it, that's impossible. It's wide open.
2: Yeah. So, but he and he got the military. Uh, he got the military medal for it. And when he died, um, he left a, a legacy to the Royal Artillery, and uh, we were able to, um, luckily enough, to be able to, to put a bid in for some of that money, and that money was. Allocated to refurb the engine, and the without a running engine, you haven't got a project.
1: Yeah, no. Um,
2: and so that money is, uh, is ring fenced for the engine, and they are going to fund the, the rebuild of the engine, which is already out and is away
1: being rebuilt. Um, and, and that's the biggest, one of the biggest. Yeah, 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 jobs, yeah that isn't I it? mean, it's a huge amount of money. I can't,
2: really, I don't want to say. No, 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 moving, to say, moving but... parts,
0: isn't it? Uh, uh, and older moving parts, um, and, and it's an aerial engine, isn't it? It's the yeah. thing. So, so for people who don't know that the. the, the this is this is what went into a sexton, right?
2: Yes. So it's it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a um, I'm not an engine man, I'm a guns man, but yeah. um, it is a, a similar to an aircraft engine um, in that it's um, it's I think it's a nine-cylinder uh, aerial engine as opposed to a rotary engine. Yeah, a- yeah. aerial engine um, sits sideways in, and it powers directly through the centre onto the drive shaft. Yeah, oh, uh, and then into to the engine. So it's a really powerful. And do we
1: know engine. why radial engines were used in tanks and sextons? I, just,
0: I don't honestly know. No, I'm not, as I say. Well, there is a
1: size thing. I think it's
0: size and also. Because, you know, they tend to be kind you're of round and, 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 and sort of squashed
1: up because the cylinders making, are in a, well, in you're a rotation You're making loads than, and
0: loads of them, aren't you? It's yeah. like the meteor going into the Cromwell. Isn't I it? suppose so, yeah. You're, you're, you've churning, got also, you've you're got, churning these things out. Your factories are geared to, to knocking them out. So. So rather than come up with a new engine, you use an engine that
1: you know works, is reliable, has got the hours on it and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, it's what the Canadians put in it. And yeah. um, so, because they were all built in Canada. Not but,
1: but it does allow you a completely different configuration about your engine compartment.
2: Yes. And, well, if you look at the engine compartment from the back, yes, you'll, why you'll not? see it's all empty. Um, and you'll see the shape of it. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's... Slots in. It just slots in from the top straight down. Yeah. Um, and it fits in there. It, it's circular, so you have all the things around it to help keep it cool. Bear in mind, there's no water cooling. There's no radiator. Yeah. There's no stuff like that because yeah. it is a, not a water cool, but um, yeah, air-cooled engine. As I say, engines are not my, my thing, but um, I, we, I have men that can. They understand the engines better
1: than <laughs> I do. Um, It's not not in bad nick, though, is it, really? No, I mean, it is. It's got rust patches or whatever, but that's not a problem. There's a
2: few little minor bits of of, of rot in it, like like on the the power take-off here. But but generally, it's in in very good condition. It just needs cleaning up and uh, and repainting, basically, the main bulk of it. Lots of rewiring, lots of plumbing to get the engine redone. But as I said, we're a hobby group. It's not so much about having the expertise but we've got friends Mm. like adrian barrel like carl brown like tony jones that we can go to to ask for advice and help when we need it and
0: they know that we're not a business so um which is which is important we need to take a quick break right now we'll see you in a moment welcome back to we have ways of making you talk now um, uh, when we got here earlier uh, Keith we talked briefly about suspension because uh, you know we were we were, I mean when Jim earlier on said oh. oh it's it's actually a ram that's because when we got here we said <laughs> <laughs> oh yes of course it's sherman suspension and you you said no you
1: have a my cover <laughs> have
0: a closer I'm sorry James it's, I'm just trying to just trying to get to the interesting bit um actually the the suspension bears a closer look because the issue with, with this, because it's a gun platform with a much heavy, with a much bigger piece of ordnance on it than yeah, a standard yeah, You need sherman. the
2: stability for when you're laying and firing to get the accuracy yeah. for the range you're firing. You know, you, 25 pounder's got a range of 13,500 yards. If you want to be accurate, your survey's got to be good. And you've got to have, good. you don't want the gun back up and down, um, even when you're stationary, every time you fire. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be a bit beefier suspension. and. Uh, this is something I didn't even know myself until recently. Is that you know it, it's hard to describe, but there's there's um, there's four fins on on the yeah. sponsors here that that look like the same as what are on the Sherman, on the, on, but they're actually thicker and they stick out further, whereas the Sherman ones are quite flat. Again. So they're
0: heavier. There's more weight gone into the suspension, yeah. and it's lower the centre. It's lower yeah. the centre of gravity. Yeah. The whole the gun platform. has got
2: a much stiffer suspension than than a. And than it's stiffer as well because.
0: Yeah. Because the, the, the um, uh, ARV the the Sherman ARV they had to had to figure out a way to um, stiffen the suspension as well because it because it was used as a crane if, with a big soft because obviously you want a nice soft suspension in a in a regular a tank only yeah. so there's a, there's a smooth ride for the crew and actually ironically for laying the gun because because you're lay, laying the gun in a different way aren't you Cause exactly you want to move, you, 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 Once, once you've
2: stopped. You yeah. want to be a
0: steady, flat fire platform. And, and when they deployed, would they? Would they? Um, I mean, would they? We saw you deploy the twenty-five pounders last summer. You know, you pull up with the, you pull up with the, um, with the uh, all the kit, and you unpack, and you. Uh, what's the process with a, you know, with a battery of, of sextons? What do they do? Well, it's almost so much... the same. Yeah. In some
2: ways. They had the capability to be self-sufficient in the vehicle. They've got all, uh, underneath the floorboards, they've carried all their own ammunition, uh, over 100 rounds uh, of of HE and and smoke on on the vehicle itself. But, genuinely, they tried not to use that and tried to use ammunition for it. And that's what this little cupboard here is for. So, you see this door on the side here. It's only about, I don't know, 18 inches square. But the whole idea for that is that they, you have two out here that would unbox all the ammunition that was dropped off by your ammunition vehicle, yeah. and they would be passing the ammunition through that hole, and then the detachment would be then processing it. So you'd have ammunition. an
1: ammunition truck would come up and offload boxes? Yeah,
2: um, something like a, a truck. You know, it'd be yeah. uh, a, a, like an RL or a, 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 an OY, Bedford OY. So it would literally drop off. Hundreds and hundreds around. Stack
1: it all up, you'd, and you're lobbing the empties out the other side, right?
2: Yeah, yeah eventually. Because
1: the whole right. point is you're not you're not on the move when you're firing, right? No,
2: you can't fire. It. Yeah, it's an artillery piece. You've got to be surveyed in, so yeah. you can't fire on the move. <coughs> yeah. So uh,
0: unless you are pretending to be a tank. Thank well, you. yes, of course, yeah. So, so um, if they were, if let's say uh, they're on, they're on the move and they're in echelon, aren't they? So, yeah. so these guys tend to be behind you know in in in, in your
1: Tax and infantry going forward
0: you got infantry the, going forward, and these behind. guys these guys behind how far behind though jim i mean yeah, i'm trying to think about that
1: i, I mean you know a mile yeah, yeah, a mile, yeah something not much like more something like that, that. cuz you'd really you say you want to
2: be you want the, the most if of your Normandy. range to be the, from the FIBA, which is the forward edge of battle area behind the enemy so you can be shelling targets behind the front line yeah. as well as the front line
0: Yeah. so See, you well want to be as close,
2: acronym, really as, close right, as you can but you know if you take for instance in your latest book which is very good which I'm reading <laughs> thank you very at the much moment, keep, thank you. Um, uh, um, that you talk about when the, the shield Rangers come up there was a pillbox that they couldn't take out for yeah 25 pounders and a, they got a drove it up point blank range put a shell right through the hole yeah uh, and that's interesting that a tank unit is asking the gunners to come up and actually engage a, a static target
1: with a twenty-five pounder round. Yes, but, but, but it it, just, it's mainly circumstance because the tanks are not in the position to be able to take it out because they're on the beach and trying to get off the beach. beach. These guys are on the road, and that's the big difference. So,
0: so they're in front of the tanks. So yeah, you yeah. know, so they it's, uh, it's all jumbled so, up. But yeah. say, so, you know, um, say actions later on in Normandy when they're going when they're going up. These guys are because they, they basically need to be out a small arms range, don't they? Of of, of the enemy, um, so they're half a mile behind, coming forward. They get yeah. they, they get they. There's a foo probably in a in a tank with a wooden barrel, isn't there? No, yeah, they've got Sherman. they got they Sherman. Up Sherman. With the they tanks.
2: actually had Shermans that were fireable, most of them. Yeah. Right. They okay. All...
0: But he's forward with the with the, the tanks. Yeah. Yeah. He he's there's very a, often with
1: the lead squadron.
0: Yeah. There's, let's say there's a there's a, clearly a copse that's full of, uh, of uh, enemy, and you want to put a shoot into that. What then happens? Well, this is with the advantage
2: of all artillery. This is why the Germans absolutely feared the Royal Artillery, more than any other arm of the British Army, was because we had this ability. We had our own radio net from, the, from that OP all the way back through the guns, through the CPs, through, all the way back, all the way back to the army. So we could call upon... Any single OP, if he was allocated the, the, the guns, could call upon any amount of guns to engage a target. Right. And you could, one minute you could have an OP on the far right of the flank engaging a target, and then the next minute it could be an OP on the far left of the target. All had the range to fire across boundaries, which the Germans couldn't do. And
0: there's someone... So there's someone on the net who's, who's listening to all these OPs, listening to all these um, forward observation officers, and is he then picking... The, the, gunnery, the order of the gunnery? No. How does, how
1: does, how no, does this so thing gun- get prioritized? Yeah, yes, the, exactly. The, Who makes a decision about which well, gun is firing at what?
2: He would be allocated a certain amount. So he'd always have his own, own troop or right, own yeah. battery on call. Um, but he would also be allocating a number of... So if you were firing an agra those aggras would be allocated, and you would know that if they were available, you could call upon them, right. or a divisional. So if you're firing a division, so there's three field regiments in an infantry division, two field regiments in an armoured division, yeah. and um, and if you're on an OP, most of the time you would... Uh, if, if, unless it was a Pacific operation, you could call upon them if they were available. Right. And it's how you, as an OP, come up over the net. So you would come up and say, Uncle Target, which is... Uh, I think that's the divisional... Um, um, or you could call for your own troop target, right. battery target, all the way up to a core target, and you could, depending on what the target so you're
0: is... So bi- you're bidding for the gunnery, basically. Yes. And you've got gunnery you know you've got access to, and then... On call directly. On call directly, and then you could sort of upgrade. Yeah. Because, I mean, we were talking... The other day we were talking about the Battle of Breville, um, and there's, there's, a, there's a, on the, I think it's the 20... On the 12th of June, they put in attack last thing at night... Uh, six airborne because 52nd Division's gunnery is scheduled for a shoot the following morning. They don't have access to it. They've got to use it now.
2: Is that a common thing, or is that...? Well, that's, that's a pre-planned attack, so right. pre-planned attacks would have a, a, a whole different fire thing. Plan, They'd it? have a fire plan. That would all be managed, time on target, so they yeah. would have lots of... Um, and we still do uh, fire planning now, so it's, it's a skill that's still taught. On the so, so what
0: we're talking courses. about here is a system that is, is, can can do a big, organised, plan sheet, but also have the flexibility built into it to deal with contingencies.
2: Yes, yeah. and they would be. And so, if you were doing a massive I fire plan, so like uh, like um, on Marky Gun, for instance, yes. there is a fire plan. I've got the the drawing yep. for the fire plan. There are, uh, I think it's like four medium regiments and, and six field regiments that are all part of that. Well
1: do you remember that piece, that piece I got piece I gave you for Veritable? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. got the fire plan in yeah, and yeah, it's got yeah. all the report written. Yeah, yeah. You know, that bit of that report is written by yeah. the RA. And yeah. there
2: would be certain times. So there'd be a times on that. So they would say at a certain time this battery will hit that target, at a certain yeah. time the battery will hit this target. And the one that's the the, the rolling barrage, shall we say, that there's timelines where yeah. the rounds will hit that line and then it will move to the next line and the next line, which is what they did on Market And in fact um, the f- in the film, The Longest Day, uh, sorry, The Bridge Too Far, Yes. you, you watch they that 25th. They do actually show that process, They do they? show that process yeah. quite well. The fact that they've got 30 core badges on, which they wouldn't be wearing, is another map. Um, <laughs> um A man after my own. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Thanks, Keith. Uh, they, were,
2: and they are actually serving gunners. They right. were, they were, when they filmed that, they used the, uh, the uh, Dutch artillery. Uh, to film that because they were equipped with 25 pounders then and they <laughs> did that. But why they put 30 cool badges on them, I just. Well, you,
0: you're just going to have to live with that. In effect, <laughs> um, uh, so, so um, what's, the, what's the timeline with, the, with this gorgeous well, we, we're not, we're not, sexton?
2: We're not under a massive timeline, but we have a dream that we have this ready uh, for Arnhem 24.
0: Right, okay. Uh, that's, a, uh, 24. that's a good aim. That's a good point to aim at,
2: yeah. Uh, and we'd like to if there was. Fun you know, there's work going on. on.
1: It never stops here. No, of course it never stops. You know, Dave and Andy are in, in the in the sexton. Yeah, they're beavering hard a lot at here. it.
0: They're silently tinkering. I don't know if anyone you, you can't yeah, hear. Yeah, them very silently
1: tinkering. It's most
0: impressive. <laughs> I mean, I, the main thing is. Uh, so you you sandblast the bits that are rusted. You you weld and fill the the stuff that's faded away. You replace the sort of
2: really decayed stuff, panels yeah.
1: and. Part. Which there
2: is not much, to be honest, that is not salvageable. Is right. So it's well, the tracks it's, got to come
1: off at some point, and we will. We're working we wanted, over,
2: but we we're working on the premise that actually tracks are easier to take on and off if you've got an engine to move the vehicle. That's quite true. Yeah. yes. So we'll probably wait until we've got it. We will do everything, less the the, the tracks and the bogies. Um, we'll, we'll probably clean up the, the needle gun them the best we can. Um, until we got the engine in. Once we've got the engine in, we can then take one track off at a time yeah. and then use the other track to move forwards
1: and back. Yes, and, yeah. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you've obviously got an idea of what unit is this is going to be. Is this going to be your... 80, it's 86
2: Field Regiment. We've just... But a, because uh, Burgess, the, the legacy we've got from Burgess is paying for the engine. We, mm-hmm. we only think that's right that he, he should... I'll we agree. have not been able to find what regiment it came from. Um, and it may not have actually fought in the war. It may genuinely have come over in forty-four. And then just gone as a, a spare, and it's then
0: mothballed and, and then ready sent for on, yeah.
2: deployment, and, and never actually used. So we just they, don't know.
0: They weren't used in Korea, were they? No, were I they? don't think. I don't yeah.
2: think they were. I think it was, the, the artillery in Korea was all towed twenty-five. Right. I'm pretty right. sure. Uh, four four five field regiment was the right. big one at the battle of the Injun River. But yeah, yeah. But, and they had five fives out there as well, I think. But they don't, they didn't have sections. but because um, they all came from Hong Kong, and we didn't have any.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um,
1: It's a great project, isn't it? It's
0: an awesome project, isn't it? It, it'll be
1: it'll be fascinating to see see its progress and well, we we you know see it look all spanking and 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 clean when it's it's, finally done.
2: The guys are all funding it out of their own pocket, and we've got a a crowdfunding uh, uh, page on on the on a website that we're trying to to help raise money. As I said, we were lucky to get the engine paid for, but we still got to do the rest, and we're looking for about twelve to thirteen thousand quid. We've got about three thousand already. But we start need to ramp that up. And, and Dave, who's uh, David Hampshire, who's inside now, uh, beavering away, he's been our absolute whiz on trying to get the old crowdfunding working. So any, any help with it would be greatly appreciated. Because, right. as I said, and I know I labour the point, but we're yeah. not a business and we are no, 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 just no, no. a hobby group and trying I'm just to. Just
0: thinking, I mean, I, I don't know, there's what, two and a half thousand independent company members on the Patreon. I mean, if they all forwent a pint at the weekend. A the pint these days, where I live, is like five quid. I mean, we'd be, we'd be well on. You'd be well on the well way. Well wouldn't on the Keith? way, would not they? I mean, what would you, what would having my face what? painted on it cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that might be dangerous because it'd end up being uh, a target. That's it? quite true. Yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. Okay, brilliant. Well, thanks, Keith. Um, uh, we are at an undisclosed location in the south Secret. of Secret. Secret location, and there's more to come. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Cheerio.